At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, Matt Straup here, welcoming you back to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. We are obviously in uncharted territory with the NBA season suspended indefinitely. Uh, The plan for now here around these parts is to bring you a podcast episode every Wednesday. So we're going from a Monday, Wednesday, Friday episode, scaling back to a Wednesday podcast every week. We're just going to check in with some of the guys from the Roto World Hoops crew. Today, it's going to be me and Steve Alexander, who joins me now. Steve, how are you guys doing there in uh, Dahlonega? Well, we're all hunkered down. We're not, we're not on, we're, we're a small town, so we're not on the same lockdown status that the bigger, bigger cities are. But, you know, we went, we did a little run to Walmart last night. There was no lunch meat available. There's no, there's still no toilet paper. There hasn't been any of that stuff up here for the toilet paper issue's been here for seven, eight days. So other than that, man, we're just uh, hunkered down trying to stay in our house. Same here. I am uh, I'm honing my jump shot in the backyard. I'm shooting about 500 jumpers a day, trying to stay uh, nimble, trying to stay limber here. Is anybody videotaping that? <laughs> uh, if you honor the truth, I do occasionally film my jump shot to, to check on my form. That's a, okay. that's a true well, fact. You should give your kid the phone and have him tape yeah. you, and then we can put a video out there like they did with Trey Young shooting uh, paper balls into a trash can. That's uh, it, there is a, there are shades of of Uncle Rico to me out in the backyard filming my my jump shot. Dude, you got to get an orange van though. You'd have to get an orange van and like an old VHS camera. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of basketball here on the podcast as we do. There's not a ton of fantasy news to hit. We are. In a few minutes, going to have a little round of what I'm calling this year in fantasy basketball with no actual live box scores. We're going to go back 
to a, a year of yesteryear. yesteryear. That might be redundant. Uh, and look back at what fantasy basketball looked like in a year gone by. There is some recent news related to the coronavirus to hit here at the top. And that is, as Adrian Wojnarowski reports, four members of the Brooklyn Nets tested positive for the virus. As Shams Charani of The Athletic uh, reports that one of those players is Kevin Durant. Now, Shams tweets that Durant says he is feeling fine and has a quote from Durant saying, everyone be careful, take care of yourself in quarantine. We're going to get through this. That was the news on Tuesday, Steve. Yeah, uh, like KD said, man, take care of yourselves in quarantine and uh, this too shall pass. Yeah, I hope everyone is staying safe wherever you are listening from. So, uh, Steve, we are going to get into the most recent news. As for the NBA season, there's a story on ESPN recently that June is a best-case scenario for the league coming back. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting if and when this thing gets going again. Like, where we're going to be and, and what pickups are going to look like. Like, I don't even remember who's on any of my teams at this point. And, you know, Clay Thompson, is he going to is he gonna play? And I was on a call this morning talking about the landscape of sports. And it sounds like everything is happening in September. Like, September is going to be insane. Like, we might have the Masters in September. We might have the Kentucky Derby. September. We might have the French Open in September. Baseball might start in September. Football will probably start in September. Theoretically, basketball could fire back up in September. I don't know what's going to happen, but this is crazy. And one other thing I noticed is um, there was a blurb on Roto World linking off of a Mark Stein article in the New York Times. Did the Knicks love Christian Wood? No, it wasn't that. It was that, I'm going to just read the blurb the last part of it as stein also notes teams out there are eager to see if real nba games in the summer would be as hot as some believe since there certainly is a pocket of power brokers in the league intrigued by an opening night on christmas calendar i I don't know how you interpret that steve but i almost took that to mean a shift in this whole thing it's almost like ends up being an experiment to shift the nba schedule and is that a long-term effect of this whole thing that's obviously way down the road and, and total speculation but that was just where my brain went after reading that well, and I think that's a, that's a good point because the way these sports and their seasons and their schedules were set up back in the day, it wasn't really centered around TV. It really wasn't centered around what things control sports now. And you've got a lot of seasons overlapping, a lot of nights overlapping, a lot of stuff that, you know, this could be an opportunity for the heads of all the the mafia families to sit down and and get together and and figure out new schedules for everybody you know that i'm I'm talking about the the sports could all get together and we we could be looking at a shift in the landscape of of all of that when you said that um all the families sitting down i thought of the episode in the office where kevin and andy convene all the heads of the office park businesses to talk about getting their parking (laughs) spots back And it's this whole big to-do. And one of the guys is like, I don't have time for this. Just give them their parking spots back. (laughs) Speaking of that, Matt, I get a sense that the office has become the number one source of entertainment for people who have nothing else to do. It's like, you know what? I've got the next three months. 
with nothing going on. I'm just going to go start The Office again. I'm starting it at season one, episode one, and I'm not stopping until it's over. Steve, you have no idea how much that's going on in my household. I am. I was already in the middle of just a, I had finished one watching of the whole thing, and then I just fired it back up when this whole thing hit. I'm in season five right now. I don't think I'll stop. So you're past season four, episode nine, the uh, dinner party. The dinner party? Yes. (laughs) That is, that might be my favorite 30 minutes of television ever. I could live there forever. There's a great oral history about that episode. Uh, I've read that. Uh, uh, We'll link to that in the show notes. Steve, I need to pause. My my recorder just died. I'm going to go get some batteries. I'll be right back. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Steve, I think this is where I hit the hit some buttons. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh into the lab and try to make some sound effects, some bleep blops and some some uh, button uh, noises. We're getting the fantasy basketball time machine here. All right. We are traveling back. Hit the dial. Set the dial to a year. A season I call 2003-04. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at a blank screen. I have no idea what is going on. <laughs> I I was transitioning between Indiana and Georgia around that time. I remember, I remember Eddie Curry being a thing, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Well, do you think this is better, Steve? If you if you want to follow it along at home, please go to basketballmonster.com, hit the player rankings page, tab uh, to the 2003-04 tab. That's as far back as Basketball Monster goes with these archives. Uh, Steve, would you rather fly blind here and have me fill you in, or do you want to uh, click on this page as well? What do you think would be better? Well, better content. I, I think you're the you are the mastermind behind this idea. <laughs> Yeah. What do you? How do you foresee it working best? I think we're just going to hit some high points and talk about some of the real surprise names. You know, I'm going maybe. in blind. Okay, you're going in blind. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start at the top here. Number one player, 2003-04. Do you have a guess for me? Uh, maybe I don't want to do this blind. Uh, 03-04. Yeah, you better you better open up your page. Oh three oh four. Um, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was number seven. Number seven. The number one player was one Kevin Garnett back in that day. Even back then. Yeah, twenty. I'm rounding. Twenty four points, fourteen boards, five assists, one point five steals, two point two blocks. What a monster! And if he had, if he had, 
been playing in today's NBA then, you'd probably be looking at some three-pointers too. Oh, you said Kevin Garnett. I thought you said yes. Kevin Durant for a second. I think I said Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Durant probably wasn't even born then. He was, yes, because Kevin Durant is 17 years <laughs> old right now. Okay, so did you click on this page yet? You're not going to click on it? No, I, I went in. I had to go in. Oh, you went in. Yeah. Okay, you're in. I'm blown away, Steve, I, by who was number two. I'm absolutely stunned by number two. <laughs> That's a and, re- yeah. And we didn't we didn't have basketball monster back then that we knew of. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we really there was nobody really ranking. <laughs> I think there was something. Well, there was something called the ESPN Player Raider, which was. Do you remember that? Did you use that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So that was like the precursor to what this was. I don't remember. Peja Stoyakovic being the man. <laughs> he was number two overall in nine category leagues. Played two thousand three oh four. Eighty one games, twenty four points, six boards, two assists, one point three steals, three point oh threes. It's interesting because that stat line is pretty good. I, I mean, it's very good. I I don't think it'd be number two today though, because the three point oh threes really popped back then. You know yeah, what I mean? they did. It's uh, well, that was yeah, that was a thing back then, and now every you know you got big men hitting three point oh threes. Right, right. So uh, yeah, no, no surprise at number three. I don't think for the for us us basketball fantasy basketball aficionados, Dirk Nowitzki, three and four. Not yeah. surprising. Sean Marion was an absolute stalwart in the fantasy basketball top ten for a long time. There, nineteen points, nine boards, nearly three assists, two steals, one point three blocks, one point one threes. What a monster. And the funkiest looking shot uh, in the top 10 in history. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, coming in at number five, you have one AK 47, Andre Kirilenko, another just underrated, not underrated, but I think, how do I put this? I think it was easier to load your roster with someone like Kirilenko back then than it is now. Now he would be a, a easy top five pick for these numbers. 16 points, eight boards, three assists, 1.9 steals, 2.8 blocks, 0.93s. I think in a weird way, it was easier to pull the wool over everyone's eyes uh, back in the day. Do you agree with that? Yes. And the the thing that I was surprised about seeing Andre Kirilenko on this list is because he's totally a forgotten man at this point. And he was so good for so long. And then one year... It just all went away, and he was gone. Yeah, like, it, he just came and went so seemingly quickly that it, it's it's kind of bizarre to think about that. And then also he had that arrangement with his wife for his birthday, which was always uh, pretty epic. He was the opposite of AC Green. Let's just say that. I need a second to compose myself now. Uh, <laughs> the next four names are not in any way surprises. You got Tracy McGrady, who was an absolute beast, Kobe Bryant, Ray Allen, Elton Brand. No, no real shocks there because these are all <laughs> fantasy stalwarts. And then, what about these next three though? What about the last three of the first yeah, round? Let's start with the glorious number ten. One of my <laughs> all-time favorite, just random NBA players. I have a. A jersey from when this guy played with the Timberwolves that I bought at a thrift store in Santa Cruz, California for seven dollars back in nineteen ninety-eight. I'm talking, of course, of Danielle Marshall, who with the with the Toronto Raptors that year, just a renaissance man. Nearly fifteen <laughs> points, ten boards, one point one steals, one point five blocks, one point six threes. I think this is the year that he hit twelve three pointers in a game. 
I'm going to double check that. While you do that, Steve, talk to me about your thoughts on Danielle Marshall. Was Donnie Marshall the one that got um, Minnesota in trouble? Okay, well, there was a there was legitimately a Donnie Marshall who played in the NBA, and there was Danielle. Well, but yeah, but they were both Donnie in my book. Okay. <laughs> okay. Was, All was, right, way to go, Donnie. <laughs> was this Don? Was this Don Marshall, the You're, one that got the Timberwolves in trouble with their draft picks? They got penalized. Oh, do you remember that? Oh, well, you look up what you were. Now there was Joe Smith. There was Joe Smith drama with draft. Picks. It was Joe Smith. Yeah. that's what it was. Ah, see the classic Joe Smith Danielle Marshall confusion. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just scrolling back through. I'm just scrolling back through. Daniel Marshall, Daniel Marshall going along, going along. Oh, that wasn't the year he hit 12 three-pointers in a game. Uh, maybe it was the next year. Let's go to the next one. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I am going to spend as long as it takes to find this. I was going to say, does it really matter? <laughs> yeah, it matters. It matters. Uh, oh, there it is. March 13th, 2005. Man, I had that guy in multiple fantasy lineups. You want to talk about a glorious box score to wake up to. That would be Danielle Marshall, 38 points, 10 rebounds, 12 three-pointers. Oh, Ooh. man. Ooh, baby. If you would have told me that Danielle Marshall or the next two guys we're going to talk about were ever ranked in the first round at the end of a basketball <laughs> season, I would have told you that they're – I would have bet my house on it. Well, go ahead and uh, tell us who you're talking about. Well, Sam Cassell comes in at number 11. Amazing. Beautiful. Mm. I always I was got annoyed because Cassell wasn't a steals guy in my mind, but he did get 1.3 that year. Yeah, that year, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did just he played for Minnesota back then, too. Okay, honestly, this next stat line and the next guy, nothing against this guy as a player. He was a very good player, but this is probably the worst top 12 stat line I've ever seen. Is it? It's really bad? I mean, it's not great. Michael Finley, 12th overall that year. Tell me what jumps out at you about this stat line. Nearly 19 point, 18 and a half points, four and a half rebounds, 2.9 assists, 1.2 steals, 0.5 blocks, 2.1 threes. That's it. Mm. He didn't ever turn the ball over, and maybe that's why he's this high, but like, I think that's like a top 40 stat line today, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty sad. I'll tell you what's not sad is Baron Davis in all his glory at number 13. You want to talk about... We talk on this podcast about guys who hurt you in the sub-zero categories, percentages, and turnovers. Holy cow. Baron Davis had the ultimate amazing counting stats, bad percentages, and turnovers season that year. 23 points, 4 rebounds, 7.5 assists, 2.4 steals, 2.8 threes. Meanwhile, he shot 39.5% from the field, 67 from the line with 3.2 turnovers. Wow. Oh, I love it. I love it and so much. It was, that was a Pelicans year for him. That was pre-Golden uh, State days. Yeah, Baron Davis, one of my favorite. B. Diddy. Favorite players of all time. Mike Bibby was top 15 this year. These are just weird times. James Posey, top 20. Um, oh, my gosh. Talk about a forgotten man. Uh, as you scroll through the rest of this, Steve, does anything else really – I mean, we could legitimately talk about this for days. Is anything else that really jumps out at you here? Like, as you just kind of scroll down. It's kind of shocking that Eddie Jones was still in the league back then. <laughs> Eddie Plays Jones in. was also a great fantasy player. A ton of steals. He was, man. He was he was a steals king when he was with the yeah. Lakers. Didn't Eddie Jones have like a season where he averaged like three or more steals or something like that? Yeah, he, he had like three years in a row where he was like a stocks monster. Like he was one of the originals, I think. Like a, a guard that could do those kind of things. First of all, he did 
in 98-99 averaged three steals and 1.1 blocks. But I'm just looking at like a span of a few years here, right? In the late 90s, early 2000s, he averaged 2.3 steals, 0.9 blocks. What a beast. I love it. Yeah, I remember my buddy and I, my buddy Dish and I used to always, um, we we would always draft Eddie Jones real early. Yeah, yeah, it was worth it. It was worth it. And we we would always have uh, basically fight over him. Um, <laughs> who else? There's LeBron James down there in, in the uh, at the end of round four. So rookie year, right? So this was the for only year. I'm pretty sure something like this was the only year he was outside the top 15 until last year. Something crazy like that. Oh wow! I wrote about this last year, so I'm kind of forgetting. But don't quote me on that. But it's something along those lines. Well, there he is. If you want to correct me, feel free. I, I'm not. I'm not looking through the, the archives year by year. But it's something like that. He might be the only guy still in the league from this list too. Jamal Crawford, I guess, still out there. Crawford hasn't played this year, I don't think. But let's okay. Let's look. Uh, this could take a while. Yeah. Interesting. Is this the only guy still? Well, Vince Carter would still be Have in the league, uh, although may have played his last name, last game. There's there's our man Joe Smith down there in the seventh round. <laughs> Oh, There's man. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, Carmelo. Where's Darko? Where is, where's Darko on this list? Darko would not have been. Darko's most fan, most relevant season was not very good. No, and I especially his rookie season, it was not, not uh, very good. I'm going to tell you, Darko's, now we're going some directions I really didn't expect to go. Darko's best season, well, he averaged 1.8 blocks one year hey. with Orlando. Hey, now. Hey now, <laughs> kind of a Nerlens Noel season that year with the Orlando Magic when he was 21. Uh, I feel like Darko's name coming up is a pretty clear sign that we're getting near the end of this yeah, basketball prob- time machine. Probably. Um, everyone, I encourage you to hit up Basketball Monster, obviously one of our favorite websites. This is actually a pretty fun uh, exercise. If people enjoy it, I think we're going to do this maybe for a different year, possibly every week, as we scrape for ideas here on the Roto World <laughs> Fantasy Basketball Podcast. So let's let's uh, put away the time machine for now. Steve, any thoughts from you before we depart? Uh, speaking of the time machine, I've gotten people, a few people have asked me questions about how my whole shoe collection thing started. So at some point during this hiatus, we'll, we'll get in the way back machine, the time machine and talk about that as well like how how that whole thing started and like what what the what the steps were that led to me stalking nba players to try to get their shoes I thought you were about to say what the what the what the f you were uh, thinking spending no, all your I time couldn't, i couldn't no i, I just I, I just struggle with pull the right word sometimes matt it happens <laughs> all right well we'll be with you every wednesday during this layoff that's the plan as of now anyways we'll keep you posted but we'll be back here next wednesday don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple podcast spotify stitcher wherever you listen take a moment to rate and review as well thanks again steve for joining me steve thanks man long live peja stoyakovich <laughs> uh stay safe everyone and we will talk to you soon At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.